It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like Sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of Steeler Stat Geek. This is Behind the Steel Curtain co-editor Dave Schofield coming at you on draft day. It is finally here. It is the 2021 NFL Draft. The first round kicks off tonight, Thursday, April 29th in, <coughs> oh, sorry, I started to throw up in my mouth a little bit there. Um, because I didn't want to have to say that word. I guess it is in up there at the mistake by the lake is where they're going to be coming from. But it is live and in person this year. We don't have to worry about looking at Roger Goodell's basement. Instead, we get to hear the booze in person. So I'm ready for it. it it's been a long time coming. The draft is here. I am tired of all the speculation. I am so tired of hearing this is what the Steelers are doing. This is not what the Steelers are doing. You know what? People don't know. You don't know. I mean, seriously, come on. Do you think if the Steelers were really doing something that they're going to tip their hand that bad? This is not their first rodeo. It doesn't happen that way. And there's people that are certain that the Steelers are going to take this, that they are locked in at a certain with a certain player. 
they're not locked in at a certain player. They might have a player much higher on their board than other places have him or other teams would have them, which would then have that be the player that the Steelers would likely get. But there is not a player that they have ranked number one on their board that is going to be there at 24. They, that's not what they do. That's not the way it works. Trust me. If certain things fall a certain way, then they're going to take the best player on their board. Um, this is all based off of, you know, the Monday's press conference with Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin. Lots of great stuff there. If you didn't catch it, there was a recap of it by one Brian Anthony Davis. He had that out for us on Monday afternoon. So you could go back and check out that podcast if you did not get it. But before I dive in too much, I'm going to do a couple things before we get into our big topic. Um, this this didn't do any user questions for this week. This is the special day of the draft episode. So I really need some questions after this. So please, STLR Superfandad is my Twitter handle. STLR Superfandad at gmail.com is my email. I would love to have some stats questions for next week. I'm dying for them. Can't wait to have them. Need to have an idea what to do. So please, I want to do the stats that you all want to hear. So, but today, this is all about the draft. We're going to be looking at some of the draft trends of the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're going to look at it. You could say you could look at the Kevin Colbert era. But honestly, if you really want to know how the trends go, you got to look at the Colbert Tomlin package together era and see what see what's going on there. So we're going to look at some of these numbers here after a bit. But first, a couple things. Want to let you know about our podcast platform and how everything's going to be going down. I'm going to include the YouTube slash Facebook live shows that you know, end up on the audio platform as well. But I'll let you know when they are in case if you're someone who's only listens to our podcast and say, hey, you know what? I might want to check that out right after this draft pick. I want you to know exactly what's going on. So we've all, we already have extra content coming. Um, Stat Geek is here. You've probably already realized, wait, there's a lot of podcasts here um, on the on, on the channel that I'm not used to. Yet we, we already had the, the war rooms already gone. For this week, we've got the um, the the draft preview or pre-draft. I can't remember what he called it. It's basically, it's Brian and Kevin who did the, the pre-game show that they did all during the season. They did it as a draft show. It's out there. It's already there. Hopefully, you've already heard it. All right, but here's what's coming up with the draft. The draft's going to happen, starts tonight. As soon as the Steelers make their pick, I am still... Stepping up to the microphone, recording a breaking news podcast as quickly as I can, meaning I'm not going to try to rush through talking quickly, but I'm going to, I want to hit record as soon as possible. I'm going to hit stop. I'm going to make sure it gets to one Brian Anthony Davis, our podcast producer, and it gets up on the platform ASAP. We want to have that up there, hopefully within 15 minutes of when the pick is made, recorded, done, put up there on the platform. It'll be there for you. So you can have that. You can, of course, listen to it right away. You can wait and hear the breakdown later. That's up to you. Not long after that, not long after the pick, we will be going live on our on our YouTube channel, which also broadcasts onto Facebook, to break down the first round pick. It's going to be, I know it'll be myself, um, 
Jeff Hartman, Brian Anthony Davis, I think Michael Beck might be chiming in, and we're going to have some other BTSCers that might come in and out just to give their thoughts. Um, but you know, we can only have so many people on a show, so we'll be we'll be bringing them in, you know, here and there. Those that would like to chime in, so that will be after the first pick. This is all assuming that the Steelers make their pick at pick number 24 in the first round. Um, things could change. If the Steelers end up making a trade, you, I'm going to be in with that breaking news podcast as well. If it's a trade up, it's going to be to tr- tell you about the pick and the trade. Um, although Kevin Colbert kind of dismissed that, which is funny. Did he really dismiss it or is he just um, disguising the Steelers' intentions? Um but no, this this is a year that I understand that they don't if they don't move unless some things kind of are starting to go crazy. If they trade back, I'm going to come on and tell you about the trade back. I'm going to tell you how it works out, where they're going to be picking, things like that. So if just keep checking the audio platform if you're interested in these. We're going to have that Thursday, t- today, tomorrow, Friday. We will have the same deal after each pick of the second round of the third round. So it's. Kind of the same setup. On Saturday, I'll be here with the Breaking News Podcast for every pick that's made. Now, when it comes to the YouTube shows, because they're a little bit longer, when the Steelers having two fourth-round picks, only 12 picks apart, and the Steelers having two seventh-round picks, I think they're only nine picks apart, if I recall correctly, um, they'll be staying on live through that second pick, just because that's how it's going to work out. So, And of course... If you're at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers, we already have tons of content, and we will continue to bring that to you throughout the entire draft. It's already there now for the pre-draft. You will have it during the draft. You will have post-draft. There will be all kinds of stuff, so that's there's no way for you not to be completely up to date with what's going on with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the 2021 NFL Draft. Now, before I get into... Um, how I'm going to break some trends down today. I just wanted to tell, want to tell a couple stories. The draft is a fun time. This is actually only my third draft as part of behind the steel curtain. This is my third, third off season. So last year there was no first round pick. So we were on the air on YouTube for the whole first round, I did not have a have a computer that had a very good processor. I didn't realize that was the problem at the time. I thought I had shoddy internet, but here I didn't have enough uh, enough RAM on my computer to have six people on a podcast all on Streamyard together. So I was I was glitchy and bogged down and couldn't really say anything. But uh, it was still interesting to be together for these kind of things. The year before. I was kind of rolling over from some stuff that had happened the previous year. Um, the two, <laughs> the first night of the of the drafts that that year, which was you know the Devin Bush year in 2019 and in 2018, I was at the movies. I was I hey, this is your stat geek. I embrace my geekiness. It wasn't Star Wars this time, although if it would have been Star Wars, that's where I would have been. I was at the Thursday night premiere of the last two Avengers movies. The the one was the night the Steelers selected Terrell Edmonds. I actually was driving back from a movie theater. I, I went to one further away from my house um, to, to meet up. I mean, a group of us went to meet up with another with a friend of ours that lived far away that had just moved. And, and we met um, in between. 
I mean, when I say far away, he moved about an hour and a half away. So we were meeting about 45 minutes in the middle to go to the movies. So I'm actually watching on my phone when the Steelers select Terrell Edmonds. The next year, I'm with BTSC, and it's the Devin Bush pick, and I'm like, I can still pull this off. I got tickets to the earliest of the early shows that they, that they did it. I said, I'm going to be good to go by the time the Steelers pick at 20. I'm listening to to the draft with my earbuds in one ear while watching the movie and listening with the other, uh, multitasking, doing that. And all of a sudden, the movie's done. I go out. I lose my signal and find out that the Steelers made a trade. And I'm like, I got to get home to get, get the podcast. So I'm flying home um, to talk about the, the trade for, for Devin Bush. But the years before that, I had taken my family – to Family Fest, not Family Fest. Family Fest is something that they do in August. Um, what's it? It's basically the Steelers draft party um, at Heinz Field on Saturday. I would be there. That's where I would hear the picks of everything going on. But the picks that they had made were already there. The first year I was there, I literally rubbed shoulders with Bud Dupree. I rubbed up again, you know, he was standing there and people were getting autographs. And I'm like, I'm just going to get a little bit too close and just rub, you know, see how solid he is. And I'll tell you, he was solid. Um, the last year I went, oh, it rained. My kids were so disappointed. They were supposed to be doing a workout with Roosevelt Knicks. Oh, we had them all signed up for and it rained. So we were pushed into another place. Finally get up to where there was a special place for season ticket holders and come to find out we had just missed where they had done a live show with the Steelers first round draft pick of TJ Watt. And we, we didn't know how to get there. We had just missed it, but we were informed about this by one Bill Hillgrove and Craig Wolfley that were still there. So we just hung out and talked to them for a while, which was pretty cool. Um, I had my, my daughter and my oldest son with me. My oldest son, he was shy. I didn't want to say anything. Um, my brother-in-law was there with my oldest nephew and my oldest niece. The girls were fine. They wanted to go up and talk. They got autographs and everything. And we sat there and talked to them for a while. So uh, that was pretty cool. But that's kind of what the draft is for me. But now it's like, I am so ready to see who the Steelers are going to get. So now that I've done the stories and I've talked about the breakdown, you're like, come on, stat geek, get on with it. Where's my numbers? All right, you got it. Here's your numbers. We're going to look at all the drafts since Mike Tomlin came to Steelers head coach in 2007. We are talking about 14 drafts, 113 draft picks over that time. I broke them down into day one, day two, and day three picks. Now, we know they didn't always split the draft up this way, but that's how we do it now. So this is how we're looking at them. And I broke them down by position. And I was, and I'm looking for trends. I'm looking for trends. So what I'm going to do right now before we take our break is I'm going to give you all the numbers. I'm going to give you the numbers of the positions the Steelers took um, in each of those different days. And then we're going to come back and we're going to find the trends and we're going to say, is this trend likely to continue or is it likely to be broken? So here we go. When it comes to first round draft picks, day one picks, the Steelers have had 13 and 10 of those 13 have been on the defensive side of the ball. That's a pretty big trend we'll have to talk about. The Steelers have taken three outside linebackers, three inside linebackers, two defensive tackles, one cornerback, and one safety. So obviously the most has been at the linebacker position, three and three. And they've taken one of every major defensive position under Mike Tomlin. 
When it comes to the offense, there are more positions to break it down to because I didn't just do offensive line. I broke them into tackle, guard, and center. And the Steelers have drafted a whole whopping three offensive players in the first round since 2007. They've drafted a running back, a guard, and a center. And that's all. No quarterbacks, no wide receivers, no tight ends, no offensive tackles. That's how the trend is in the first round. Now let's look at day two. It kind of flips a little bit. More offensive players drafted than defensive. Not surprised because you kind of want them to even out. When you add the two together, the totals are 23 and 21, which makes sense. So because you have 10 defenders in the first round, you only have 13 out of 31 in in round two and three. And the Steelers have taken, once again, three outside linebackers, two inside linebackers, two defensive tackles, five cornerbacks, cornerbacks, make sure I pronunciate that right, and one safety. Um, Then the Steelers on offense have taken 18 out of 31 of those picks with one quarterback, two running backs, 10 wide receivers, one tight end, four offensive tackles, no guards, no centers. So that's pretty interesting that guard and center are a position that the Steelers have taken in the first round, but not at all in day two in the last 14 drafts. Crazy. So that's where that's sitting. Now we're back to day three. Slight edge to the defense here. Out of the 69 draft picks uh, under Mike Tomlin that are day three picks, 36 are on the defensive side, 31 are on the offensive side, and two are of the specialist variety. Yes, the Steelers have drafted a punter and a long snapper, uh, but we're going to basically ignore those at this point. So let's let's just look at the numbers. Outside linebacker, they've take, taken seven in on day three. They've taken five inside linebackers, 10 defensive tackles. That's where the Steelers look to to get their defensive tackles. Okay. Nine cornerbacks and five safeties. We'll come back and look at these across the board then a little bit. When it comes to quarter or the offense, quarterbacks, they've taken three in all that were day three picks under Mike Tomlin. They've taken seven running backs, six wide receivers, five tight ends five offensive tackles, four guards, and one center. So these are some pretty interesting numbers. These are pretty interesting numbers. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to come back and we're going to look at them across the board, meaning I was going down the board, if you want to know what I'm talking about, meaning I'm reading down by the position by the days. Now we're going to come back and look at how each position looks under each day to give us a total and kind of look at some trends with them. So stick around. Quick commercial break, nice little uh, exit here with Cherry Cherry with the uh, Jerry Cherry Band. I'm going to get that name right on the first try eventually, and then you'll hear him bring us back, and we'll break down these numbers some more. So stick around. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to the Steeler Stat Geek. I am Dave Schofield, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. We are breaking down the numbers of what positions have been drafted on which days under the Mike Tomlin slash Kevin Colbert regime. So didn't want to go all the way back to just Colbert. We wanted to see how Tomlin and Colbert working together did these drafts. So I went through by position how many for each position they've done day one, how many each position day two, how many position day three. Now I'm going to look at by position, recap the three days and give you the total. And we'll talk a little bit of trends here. Outside linebacker. It was three in the first, three on day one, three in day two, and seven on day three for a total of 13. So in 14 years, they've taken 13 outside linebackers. So they basically take one every year. Okay. Um, but you got to remember that three of their last seven number one picks have been outside linebackers. Three of the last seven have been outside linebackers. Okay. And they've taken an outside linebacker since 2013 is when this streak started. They've taken an outside linebacker every year, but 2018, which is Interesting because they took T.J. Watt and they actually had two that year. So it kind of makes sense why they might not have taken it the, the next year. So that's what the Steelers do. And over half of their outside linebackers are day three guys. To me, this is a trend I think that will continue. I think they'll draft an outside linebacker and would not be shocked at all if it's a day three selection. They could surprise us and sneak one in day two. And it would really surprise some people if they went all the way up to day one if the right person was there. But I would say your best bet is, will they take an outside linebacker in this draft? Yes. When will it likely be? Day three. And now I'm going to throw one out there that could maybe buck this trend. They might even take two. We'll have to see how it plays out. We might have to come back and revisit these and see how these trends work for us. Inside linebacker. The Steelers have taken three in the first round, two in, in, on day two in rounds two and three, and five on day three, rounds four and four and on, for a total of 10. So as you can see, half of them were taken late, half of them were taken early. So a lot of times when they invest in one of the linebacker positions, they're going to invest high. They're going to invest high. Since Mike Tomlin, there's only been two years in which the Steelers did not take a linebacker of some sort, meaning either inside or outside. And that was in 2009 and in 2018. Those are the only two years. So basically every nine years. Um, but, you know, it was only a couple years in, in the, there. I don't see that changing. I think that they're, that they're going to probably do uh, what they normally do and maybe even be taking 
from from both. We'll have to see how that plays out. The Steelers have a decent number of inside linebackers, but I wouldn't be shocked if they went and upgraded the position. I wouldn't be shocked if the right upgrade's not there, if they don't even draft one at all. That's a very interesting one. Now, here we go. Defensive tackle. Two in the first round, two on day two, 10 in day three. So overwhelmingly, this I mean, the Steelers have basically taken a defensive tackle on average every year under Mike Tomlin. They didn't take any in 08 or 2017, but they had a couple years in there where they took two. That's how it evens back out. To me, this is a trend that breaks this year. I don't see the Steelers taking a defensive tackle. They generally take them late, you know, round four or later. I don't even think that they bother this year because they've, I mean, they had one of the best defensive interior or I got those words backwards, interior defensive lines in 2020. And all seven players are back and they usually only keep six. Um, If the Steelers want to keep another wide receiver like they normally do, that's basically the trade-off they made last year. They only kept five wide receivers instead of six. And then actually wide receiver was probably how they kept that extra running back. Um, It's hard to say where, where it would fall, but they did keep an extra one and we'll see if they do again this year. So I don't adding another player into that mix would actually be quite surprising. I mean, cause they even have some interesting players eligible for the practice squad um, that, that, that they could keep around. That's a trend that I think is going to break. Here you go. Next. The second most drafted position by the Pittsburgh Steelers under Mike Tomlin, the most drafted position on the defensive side of the ball, one cornerback in round one, five in rounds two and three, and nine in four through seven under Mike Tomlin. So we talk about how the Steelers can't draft corners and stuff. They've drafted one in the first round that didn't work out. They drafted one in the second round that never stepped foot on the field because he was injured. All right. They they haven't, I mean, two of their day threes, three guys are still on the team, one of which is set up to possibly start this year or will be given the opportunity to have that position in, in Cam Sutton. So if you don't like the Steelers' corners, they're taking a lot of them late, you know. Out of 15 of them, nine were in, on day three. So they didn't take a corner in 2018 or in 2020. For that reason, and since they take at least, you know, on average, one uh, per draft plus an extra in there, I don't see them skipping this position two years in a row. I really don't see it that um, that they'll probably pick up a corner at some place in the draft. So that's another trend that will continue. And then here's one that I didn't really know how to go with this one. The least drafted position by the Pittsburgh Steelers on defense uh, is the safety position. They've taken one on, on day one, one on day two, five in day three for a total of seven. And I honestly, the fact that it seems like that the Steelers only draft this position on average every other year, I wouldn't be shocked if that trend continues because they drafted one last year in Antoine Brooks that they don't draft one this year. Um, you've Could they? Absolutely. But when you trade for a, a first-round draft pick safety in Micah Fitzpatrick, it kind of changes how your draft plays out. So there you go. That's 59 defensive um, draft picks out of the 113. On defense. So let's go to offense. So, so, well, real quick, before we step to offense, just to sum it up, 
trends that will continue. Chances are you're looking at an outside linebacker and odds of it being on the third day. I I, I could see that trend continuing. Um, defensive tackle, I see that trend breaking, that they're not going to take one because they usually take one every year. Cornerback, I see that continuing, especially with the large numbers on day three. I could see a day three corner going to the Steelers just to have somebody else um, on the depth chart to and uh, fighting for a position and then safety. There's not really a good trend there. So it's not really knowing what they would do with that either. So that's the defense. Let's go to offense quarterback. They've drafted four under Mike Tomlin, none in the first one in rounds two and three. That was Mason Rudolph and three in on day three rounds, four to seven. Those were, um, Josh Dobbs, um, now I can't even remember. Uh, <laughs> I started to list them and then I realized, wait a second, I might be in over my head. Um, Landry Jones and, um, was it Dennis Dixon that was under Tomlin or did he come in right after that? It was s- something like that. Here's what's interesting. If you remove Joshua Dobbs from the equation and just pretend like he wasn't there, they take one every five years. And with that being the case, they're not due to take another one. So that, when it comes to the quarterback position, I'll be honest with you, trends mean nothing. Nothing. If you don't have a quarterback, you need a quarterback. If you have a quarterback, you don't need one. It's kind of a lot like center. There, We're going to say the same thing at center. And it's funny because it's kind of a lot like my previous profession where for more than 10 years, I was a high school physics teacher. Now, notice I didn't say phys ed. That's, that's Jeff. I was physics teaching AP physics. And it was really interesting because if you're a school that has a physics teacher, you don't need a physics teacher. But if you're a school that doesn't have a physics teacher, it's really hard to find one. That's just kind of how it goes. And it's kind of the same thing with quarterback and center. If you have one, you don't need one. But if you don't have one, boy, do you need it. So that's the deal with quarterback. We're going to move on there because there's really nothing, nothing about trends tells you about quarterback because it is just an outlier in itself. So running back, the Steelers have invested 10 picks in running back over the last 14 years, but seven of those 10 have been day three picks. They've had one round one running back, which was Richard Mendenhall. They've had two day three running backs, which were Le'Veon Bell and the compensatory pick, you know, just it just at the very end of, of day two in James Conner. A lot of the problems that people have is that the Steelers that say they need to improve their running game, they need to do something different, is they have taken a running back each of the last four years. But only one of them was a day two pick, and everything else was day three. That maybe it's time to invest either a day one or another day two pick in the running back. Here's the trend. The Steelers went five straight years of drafting running backs, then took three years off from drafting running backs. Then they are currently on a streak of four straight years of drafting running backs. I I think you're looking at at the fifth year again. I think you are. It doesn't mean that it has to be round one. It doesn't mean that it has to be day one or two. Likely it should, because if not, you're just doing the same thing and trying to roll it back. So wouldn't be shocked um, to see the Steelers invest in a running back. Personally, I would like to see that. I would love it if that was could be a day two pick, but yet still be one of the top guys. 
there's some people that really aren't sold with the running backs going high. I have an article today on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers, which talks about the odds, where the odds makers uh, determining will will there be a running back taken in the first round? When will the running backs go? You might want to check that out because it's very interesting because they're not sold on running backs going in the first round. But I think that's a trend that continues. I think they will take a, a, a running back for a fifth straight year, which they did five straight years under Tomlin already. Wide receiver. Whew. This is the one that the Steelers have drafted the most under Mike Tomlin, and yet not a single first-round pick. But 10 day two picks, 10 wide receivers in the second or third round, and then six in later rounds. So... With 16, that means there's been drafts where they've taken multiple ones. The only draft that the Steelers did not draft a, a wide receiver was in 2011. And that's because they drafted two wide receivers in 2010, and they both turned out pretty decent um, in Emmanuel Sanders and Antonio Brown. You know, normally you draft two and you're drafted one late. You just hope that you got one. Since they had two, they didn't really need to draft one the next year. Then they also took two in 2013, 2014. I tell you, I don't see the Steelers drafting two. I wouldn't be shocked if they took one just because it's what the Steelers do. But this is a trend that I can see breaking. I can see them not taking a wide receiver this year. I know some people want to argue and say, but, but, but what happens if you lose Juju and James Washington next year? Don't you want to have another wide receiver ready to step in? You know what? Take out the words Juju and James Washington and insert Ben Roethlisberger and Mason Rudolph. And then that would be the logic of taking a quarterback this year. So that's why I don't know that they have to. Normally the Steelers do draft a year ahead, but this is a much different year. This is a much different year. I've always been the one that says, don't look at what they need now. Need what they Look at what they need next year. And that'll give you a better idea. I think this is a different year because of coming off of 2020 and just the whole salary cap situation that it's going to make it a little bit different this year. So, but that's just me. So I, I think that's a trend that might get broken. Tight end, none in the first round, one in round two and three, and five day three tight ends for a total of six under Mike Tomlin. Not really any big trend there. This is also a position I could see the Steelers could pick up someone. They could use some more tight end help. Or they could avoid it and still see if they could get one of the free agents that are out there. Tackle. This is interesting. The Steelers have not drafted an offensive tackle under Mike Tomlin in the first round. They've taken four on day two and five on day three. But here's the thing. They haven't gone two years in a row without drafting a tackle under Mike Tomlin. They have not. And they did not draft one last year. So I'm thinking at some point, doesn't have to be round one, doesn't have to be round two, doesn't have to be round three, wherever they, it fits in best for them with what they're doing with other things. I think this trend will continue. They will not go two years without drafting a tackle and they will take one this year. Almost done here. Guard, one in the first round, none in on day two, on rounds two and three, and four day three guards. Okay. Here's what's crazy. David DeCastro, at pick 24 in 2012, was the last offensive player the Steelers took in the first round. You heard that right. That was the last time the Steelers took an offensive player in the first round of the draft. Because remember, last year they didn't have a first-round pick. Chase Claypool was second round. So when looking at that, the other thing that's interesting, 
until Kevin Dotson was drafted last year in the fourth round, they hadn't drafted a guard at all. They had not drafted a guard since David DeCastro until they took Kevin Dotson. That's interesting. Um, I don't know that the Steelers are going to go guard. If, if you go with a guard, chances are it's going to be someone who's guard slash center. Um, or maybe even some, let's say someone like Vera Tucker falls to them in the first round who's a guard slash tackle. That could that would be the the best way. I know someone brought it up on our uh, BTSC Slack channel about, hey, should they maybe look guard this year if if uh, if if DeCastro, if this might be it for him last year of his contract? Hard to say, but for me, um, I there's not really a trend to to look at here, so I don't know what they could do with it. But that was just some interesting information. And last but not least, the center position. Like I already said, if you if you got one, you don't need one. If you don't got one, you're desperate for one. Um, they took one in the first round. And one in the seventh round. They've only drafted two centers since Mike Tomlin took over in 2007. I this to me this trend's got to change. And it was two years back to back that they drafted a center. The Steelers drafted AQ Shipley the year they took Marquise Pouncey in 2009 in the seventh round. He spent one year on the practice squad, got signed away, and what do you know? He won a Super Bowl last year with Tampa. Um, never played in a game for the Steelers during the regular season. So that was their one center. And the next year they got Pouncey. So to me, this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say this trend continues. This is my shocking one. That if you get one, go big. First round, or at least in the second round, is when I think they'll address this position. Um, I could be completely wrong and they could buck the trend and say, we're going to go, we're going to draft a center somewhere in between rounds one and seven, because that's all they've ever done. So um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. So those are the, the trends that I was looking at with these numbers and to see how they would go with them. Um, oh, I didn't give you that there was 52 out of 113 um, offensive players drafted under, under Mike Tomlin. So some pretty some pretty interesting stuff. I mean, there was four positions in double digits on defense between outside linebacker, inside linebacker, defensive tackle, corner. The only one that wasn't was safety. Only two positions on offense have had double-digit players drafted because we split up the offensive line, and that was running back and wide receiver. So it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out tonight. I can't wait. I just want to know who to cheer for, who I can be happy about. I don't want to fall in love with someone who doesn't end up being a a member of the Steelers. And I don't want to be like, oh, I don't know about that guy, only to find out he's the guy. So forget, take the word mock out of there. I am so tired of mock drafts. It is now time for the real draft. So make sure you're checking out all of our content, all of our audio, all of our live stuff, anything you can do. There's no reason for you not to be up to date on the Steelers draft by coming just to BTSC because we will make sure we have everything for you. Um, With that, I'm excited to come back next week and talk about maybe all these draft picks a little bit, at least mention some stuff, but maybe have some other good geeky stat stuff to talk about. But uh, all I can say now is enjoy the draft and thanks for keeping out.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.